Welcome to Present Poetry. I'm your host, Erin Crittenden, and all poems within this podcast are either public domain or used with permission from the author or the author's estate. It's a fun time for poetry lovers of all ages, so sit back, relax, and get ready to hear some poems of the past and the present. This week's featured poet is Aishwarya Kale. Aishwarya Kale has studied English at the University of Oxford. She has worked at the UNDP India and SWA India, and has published her poetry and fiction in a variety of places, including IMDb Critics Reviews, the Royal Society of Literature, Indian Rumination, the Chakar, the Criterion Journal International, Melbourne Culture Corner, the Wokingham Today, the London Reader, Hillingdon's Women Archives, BBC Radio, CIUT Radio, Roundtable Literary Journal USA, Alma Magazine, The Indian Review, Creative Ireland, Muse India, Studio Appalachia America, The Wire India, Hudson Valley Writers Guild, Cork Festival Poetry Initiative 2022, and Staffordshire History Festival 2021. She also has a play that has been performed at the Golden Goose Theatre in London and has spoken at various international conferences and has had her interviews published across various platforms. To learn more about this author and her works, you can connect with her on Twitter or Instagram through the links in the description below. We are reading five of her poems that she has submitted to the Present Poetry Podcast through our submission form. This poem is titled, The Watch. They destroyed every record of your voice, falsified every narrative you wrote. They repainted your art and brushed it with dark glue, the sleeve of your coat used to hide the brushstrokes. Shadowy foothold, the statues rampaged apart, and history devoured by reassessed dates and edited scars. But when were the hopes of humanity fulfilled? The time I reached the end of the day, the present curated with the constant scrutiny of their watch, with fuller red pinnacles and desolation mirror. And then we did, aghast from the seed of abomination, for the sonorous tones of the voice from the shadows were not the tone of any one essentia, but a multitude of beings. They fell duskily upon our ears, the chants of the brother, shuddering voices of the ones which remained, uttering a new testament syllable by syllable. This poem is called Cycle of the Sacred Blue. What measure is there other than the belief that you tread your entire life on a hopeful desire? Your innate gift brings you purpose, mysterious process which I don't even care to ponder upon, like a Zen state of being. Eventually, the pen reverberates like magic, a holistic moment, a cosmic rhythm. Then with the ticking, the sadness, enemy, chatter, friends, sense of time leaves you one at a time, and in that rare juncture, if you are lucky, even you leave, and in that solitude, you are holy. (music) 
This poem is called Lilies on a Beach, 1997. I find my old dusty photos sitting in the corner of my cabinet, transported to probe me. Where do I nitpick my generational trauma? On a cold day in 1997, my sister and I fought on the beach, wet sand curling under our toes, held by our parents who had watched us play. A boat had passed by, squirming fishes and heartbroken refugees crossing water borders, looking for their memories in store aisles and protruding washed-up bottles on shore, thriving on finer continuation of burnt paper, brimming with laughter of the ones they loved, like antiquated poster, it shows up while cooking, jaywalking, and counting cloud rabbits. When did humans decide that love would resolve all the grief accumulated within? They've been gone, frequenting in whiffs of dying lilies in the October breeze. Their drops of photo, never once observed, four of us stood hand in hand, and in the background, my sister wrote in the wet sand, Love, Sister, filling the unattended grief in sepia tones of longing. This poem is called The Lighthouse Under the Sea. I built a cardboard lighthouse for my son, like the one I had dreamt of when I was a child. In my hand is the duplicate, a playset. He asked, what kind of a creation is this? Undeniable, it is, a hologram of burnt sugar. The lighthouse is a floating fragment of my memory, for I built its fragile walls and the sullen cracks within them reconstructed precisely like the one near my childhood home. Inspired from the old photographs that found in the attic, I fashioned the playset like my father had before he went to war. I had blinked out love, flashing torch signals from its top. The young boy believed they'd reach him far and wide. An old friend proclaimed that the lighthouse, after many a year, now rests under the cold ocean bed. Broken nostalgia, a sun-dried tulip. The ghastly blinking light follows you wherever you go. This poem is called In the Midst of Loneliness. The fish seek for air, the blood gushing through, his scales palpitating. I throw it back into the river. I tread into the dense part of the jungle. The fishes look at me. I don't find peace. My violent desire should be relinquished. The auburn tail and rainbow scales stop flapping. I stand very still. For a moment it is very serene. Who shall transpire first? Thank you for listening to this episode of Present Poetry. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review, share us on social media, or subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you would like to learn more about the featured poet, or you would like your work featured on the podcast, please check out the links in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.